Hello, I'm Jordan B. White. I've seen a million horror movies. And I'm Stefan Lawrence, and I've seen some. Together, we're going to watch some of the most iconic horror movies of all time. And I'll be watching them from between my fingers. Horror fanatic meets scaredy cat for the ultimate binge watch. This is Nature Trail the Hell. Hello there, my name is Jordan D. White. I am a comic book editor in New York. And I am Stefan Lawrence. I'm a theme park designer out of Southern California. And welcome to Nature Trail to Hell. Uh, we are now, I think, feel like we're well deep into this Texas chainsaw world. Um, I am, I I have to say, I, I am feeling much more trip. Any sort of trepidations I had about like watching Friday the 13th were dispelled from like the first movie. I was like, this is stuff that I can handle. And I'm like, totally like, this is actually fun. I'm enjoying all these. I am now approaching each one of these with a sense of, I don't know what the next one is going to be like. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. And, and, and kind of uncomfortable (laughs) about it. Um, Here's the thing. I don't know what the next one's going to be either. We've reached Mm. uh, a, a part of the series I have not seen. Right, so, so, so I we guess, are... well, but when you do that, like when you, you, I think, have a higher threshold for uncomfortable images on screen. Oh, yeah. Is that, oh, say, yeah. is that safe to say? For sure. For sure. And has that always been the case? Um, or have you no. been inured to I mean, it? You've built up like calluses. Well, a little bit of that. But I mean, also, it's, I don't want to make it sound like I just am like some sort of sociopath who watches and is like, yes, I'll look at all the blood. But um, that doesn't like, no, I still cringe. <laughs> oh, okay. I still like cringe when, when there's painful things. And I still like, and actually it's funny because like if we watch a medical scene, I am like, oh, ah, <laughs> that, that you <laughs> cannot more. handle. But somebody peeling the face off of somebody else and wearing it right. like a mask. Hey, right. okay. It's a, a, well, it's deal. a lot. No, I don't want to say again. I am probably going, oh, look at that. Ooh, weird. Um, but I, but again, it's it's all in good fun. Uh, <laughs> so that's speak. a thing. That's a thing. I Listen, don't. Ac- I do not accept so far that this series is all in good fun. I, no, especially the last one. Again, we talked about it last week, but that was a comedy, man. That movie yeah. was a comedy. They were having it, a laugh. Oh yeah, no, they were they were clearly having a blast doing it. Um, I will. I mean, it's, that- it's like it's like sorry. It's like it's like. If we're playing a Halloween game and going, put your hand in this bowl and feel the the eyeballs, right? And it's like, no. As opposed to being at vet school and being like, put your hand in the school and feel this bowl of eyeballs. <laughs> right, exactly. Not uh, as much fun. Same thing. Not as much roughly. fun. Not as much fun. Uh, not the same thing. That's the thing, is one is real eyeballs. Although, again, I'm talking about TV shows of medical things, so it's, they're fake. But it, I don't know. It seems more real. I, anyway. Right. I guess, it, right. You... Be like, oh, we're going to put on a Friday the 13th marathon. It's going to be fun versus, right. man, we're going to binge all season four of ER. It's going to be fun. Right. You don't refer no. to it the same way. No. no right. No, it's not, not the It's same. not, not the all same. in good fun. I do love House, though. I do love House. I'd watch. I'd binge all of House. That's basically not a medical show, though. That's essentially a crime <laughs> procedural that happens to be about medicine. It's a Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Yes. No, um, no, no kidding. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So the point is, I don't know. I don't know this movie. This is a movie I don't know. I've seen Good. about half this series, uh, Chainsaw Massacre, and we've reached a couple of the ones that I have not seen. So 
We get to speculate is, together. We do. We do. This is this is all new to me. Um, I have glanced at the wiki, not to the plot, but a little bit about the production of it because I felt like I have a responsibility to have. What year does text? OK, wait. First off, say what the third one is called. This movie is called Leatherface, colon, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. OK, so we're definitely moving into uh, the uh, Jasonification of Leatherface here. Yeah. Um, right. And also be careful when you make make careful note when you uh, watch this movie, because there are more than one movie called Leatherface in this series. So. Oh, no, no, no. Right. This, this is the one from it came out. What? 1990? 1990. 1990. 1990. So there's another four year gap where they're like, I guess maybe we'll make another one. Not nearly as efficient as Friday the 13th series. Well, uh, again, I feel like I can tell you this. OK, uh, please. Because a big thing happened that resulted in them making this movie which is the franchise was bought this uh the rights for this franchise were bought from the canon group by new line cinema who was feeling really great about nightmare oh uh, so they're like oh i see we're gonna make sure that we have another franchise on our yep. hands oh uh, yep. i see this this all makes sense to me um curious that i mean it it stands to reason then that it's called leatherface for sure um, I mean, right. I got to imagine at this point, it feels like it's reached some sort of iconic status, even just with those two movies. It is a really effective look. It is. It is pretty distinctive. Yeah. Right? Really I think, I think they, they, yeah. I mean, it's worth um, noting from back in our Friday the 13th days that by this point, they have already tried and failed to put together a Freddy versus Jason movie. So part of me is like, I wonder if. New Line is going, well, let's just make our own Jason. Right. Buy I mean, Leatherface and we could do it without them. Do do our own thing. Exactly. Um, it has been interesting following Leatherface's uh, journey through. He's clearly the most sympathetic of the of the serial killers so far. Sure. I mean, I, mean, I would true? say. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So. I mean, you don't. You may enjoy uh, Freddy Krueger being. Like a oh, race, you're talking about of all the series. No, no, I'm no, sorry. No, I thought no. you meant I mean, just in this series. Okay. Oh, in this series for sure. Oh God, in this series, there, there's there's no other cannibal for me to root for except for Leatherface. I mean, um, the cook's not the, that bad. He won't kill people. It, that doesn't help. He's he's <laughs> the worst. All right. He, so he, yeah, he is uh, terrible. Like he's, well, he's Jason, more, more of a jerk. Like he's a liar all the time, and Leatherface is at least very, very honest about what he's doing. Jason, I think Jason. Some of, I'm trying to think the 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 the, the timing on this. Do you feel like Leatherface was sympathetic in the first film? Yes, they hundred percent. There's that shot where it's uh it's not Sally the other one and I don't remember her name now that was quick uh, <laughs> I totally lost that already but the the one who gets hung on a meat hook right um she's in that chicken room and like leatherface like takes her away puts her on the meat hook whatever and then he like sits down and has that moment of like where they the camera just sort of sits on his eyes and it just he just looks tired and like oh, oh I'm a little sad about this a little bit but he's like sympathetic in that way that like he clearly is bossed around. Um, and 
yes, he's a chainsaw wielding maniac, but you get the sense that he is hundred percent being taken advantage of by his cannibal family with that are not mentally disabled. Yeah. Uh, well, not in the same way at the very least. Right. Dim- um, different. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. He's definitely a product of a very terrible upbringing. Uh, if, if what we see is any judge, judge, I mean, and, and they, they kind of, kind of efficiently telegraph that in that yeah. first one. Right. And so then right. that's further. They do that much further in the, in the second one where he just, you know, wants to find a lady to love. Um, but, 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 he's, but also but is peeling skin off of people's faces. Like you said, oh, like he's, right. he's, no, he's a, he's a complicated uh, protagonist. <laughs> I mean, I, cause I, I think that then you're probably right. So if he was portrayed as sympathetic from the first movie, then they probably stole a bit of that for Jason. Because I do feel like uh, Jason gets sadder as things go on. Yes. Yeah. The longer yeah. the films go, the more, I mean, culminating in Freddy versus Jason, where Jason is like almost not quite, but almost a good guy. Right. Well, and I mean, especially in your favorite Jason takes Manhattan, no. where it's just all about baby Jason's backstory. And then at the end he was, you know, not recedes. He, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? He goes goes back to being a uh, tiny child at the end, and you see <sighs> the tiny no child inside Jason. I mean, Jason. Toxic this waste oh, reveals I, all. I mean, I, I, I have to say this just in case you haven't heard. The the listeners will have heard because we're recording a little bit ahead. But as of yesterday, there was an announcement yesterday. No, what was Halloween? But They're that, making that makes sense. They're making a series, a television series called Camp Crystal Lake, a prequel to Friday the 13th. Uh, it's huh. got both both parties that have the rights are both involved. Producers wow. from both parties are involved. And it's being helmed by Brian Fuller. So I am in dream world right now. Wow. Wait, I re- love re- Remind me who Brian Fuller is. Hannibal, uh, Pushing Daisies. Okay. Uh, uh, Dead Like Me, which I never saw. Uh, Wonderfalls, which only three episodes aired before it got canceled. (laughs) He quit. Uh, He he helped create and then quit from uh, Star Trek um, Discovery. He helped create and then quit American Gods. Oh, this bodes well. But Hannibal is the best show of all time. <laughs> What's in that? My opinion. Hannibal's the best show. Okay, ever. all right. So is is this a bid for prestige? Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know. I don't is know. That, is that what I mean, you what's want? What's it going to be? Do, do What's you it going to be? Super classy Friday the Thirteenth show. Um. No, I want it to be. I want it to be fun, man. I want it to be fun. Oh, sure. And I I want it to have angst and drama. And I want it to have people getting killed. I assume it's going to be the about Mrs. Voorhees when she was a, a cook, but I don't know. I mean, it's are they walking it that far back to like Jason Voorhees' nine-year-old boy time? I would assume so. This is what I'm again. They don't. They haven't said, but I would assume so because again, it's a Crystal Lake prequel, right? So if it's about the camp, it's got to be. Here's when her son died and then she started right. killing people. That's what I'm assuming. I don't know if how you feel about um, I things like this. There was a time in my life when I was really conflicted about it, where I was going, you know what? Turns out prequels are just bad as a concept. Like maybe they're just awful and there's nothing good you can do with them. A few of them have often convinced the me otherwise. It's often the case. But one of them, and I don't, I don't know how you feel about it, was Bates Motel. I thought Bates Motel 
actually was pretty great. And I didn't see it. It it's a psycho prequel ostensibly. Now I say ostensibly because I don't know if you want me to say this or not. Should I say it? Go for it. Well, eventually they get up to Psycho and it's things happen different. Oh, so, it, right. so, it, okay. so, so it's not like this is Psycho, which is kind of the same with Gotham. The way I enjoyed the show Gotham was by going at first. I was like, but this doesn't it doesn't make it. And then I had to go, wait, if I just say this isn't a prequel to Batman, this is another universe of similar there are things. Also Don't a worry. Million Gothams in right. It's not. There's not just one Gotham. No, but I meant the show called Gotham on on right, Fox, right, 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 which was a banana show, and it doesn't ever really fit up with Batman, really. But I was just like, if, don't worry about it. It's just a show about all the Batman villains fight coming out like twenty years early. Don't worry about it. Like, um, I mean, continuity has never been the DC uh, filmed sure, output sure. strong suit. No, that's that is accurate. That is accurate. So Bates so Motel, I actually okay. recommend. Right. So if the, so to me, I'm sitting here going, if they can make a Friday the 13th show as fun and interesting as Bates Motel and probably a little bloodier because it's Friday the 13th. Like, let's do this. And again, I mean, I'm, Hannibal, I'm really I'm really curious how that's going to work, because it definitely seems like the first murders that happen are the ones that happen in Friday the 13th. No, 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 um, no, no. Well, yes, but they happen in the 50s. That's right. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh I see what you mean. Yes. But a all right. Well, look, I'll, 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 and, and I'll, also, I'm again, excited to see. It'll probably end up not dovetailing exactly with them. Same with, again, same with Hannibal. Hannibal is not a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. It is a retooling of the whole Hannibal universe into its own great show, which, by the way, aired on network television and is the goriest thing I've fucking ever seen in my life. Like, I wow. can't believe how much gore they got away with in that show. Highly recommended. All right. Well, I, well, I, that was I, all I, a side I, note. It's a sign note, but I would just say I am I'm excited for it. Yes. Uh, because I do love camp action. I love vintage camp action. And I'm hoping that it's going to be like a lost thing where the camp uh Crystal Lake research facility has been under the <laughs> camp the entire time. And there are hidden hatches and there's like atomic era like research that is going on underneath everything that helps uh to explain why they didn't find Jason's body because when he drowned, it got pulled into a like a big like a like a like a drainage pipe or something that leads directly into the facility, and that's where he's been being experimented on. All of this works, no, right? I'm that kidding. tracks, no, right? It does, not it totally slice, tracks. Not slice, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm very curious to see what era they set it in because obviously there's a few options. There's the stick with the old timeline, set it in the fifties. Right. That's pretty extreme. There's make it just happen in the present, which is a reasonable thing to do. And I could see that there's also the kind of more fun version, which is the like, exactly update and, and be the past because take the fifties story and set it in the seventies. Because then they can uh, make movie sequels that all take place in the eighties, which would be enjoyable. That would be fun too. Yeah. All right. All right. This isn't why anyway. we're here. We're here no. to talk about Leatherface, not Jason. But all, all of right. that was connected because, again, we were talking about his sympathy. And, oh, I was reminded of it because, of course, um, we don't know what his life was like with his mom ahead of time. Was she a good mother? Was she an abusive mother? No. No, no. she was. No, I mean, I don't think so. But you yes. don't think she was good? Well, we'll find out. We'll okay, find I guess out. so. Yeah. Um, but he but he but they did make Jason more sympathetic the further we went. So Leatherface is, is more much closer already like you're right right from the get-go i mean again sympathetic is a weird thing to say about this guy no. who kills people with a chainsaw but i get but it, it i get it but it but it's but it's a different motivation than i love to see people die 
I think he definitely feels like it's his job and his role in the family, and he has no say over that necessarily. I mean, we don't. Jason was not really driven by much of anything. No. Like, like. No, he's a monster. The closest, yeah, the closest you could come is to like encroaching on his territory. Like, if you, if you go to where he is, he will kill you. Um, right. <laughs> and he brings simple. a little bit of Crystal Lake wherever he is, right? To some so extent, he, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, whereas Freddy, and we haven't watched Freddy for the series yet, but for Freddy, it's definitely revenge. Like he's doing it, well, a little bit of sickness, but also specifically revenge. Yeah, like a little bit. And also, he loves it up. though. He clearly right. loves it. He does love it. He does love it. And I guess that's he has a very specific thing that he loves, which is killing young-ish people. Right, in the most outlandish ways possible. Because, like, yes, and if also he was calling them bitch. That's true, too, because if he was just up for revenge, he could kill the people who did it to him. But he doesn't. He kills. It's not a particularly great form of revenge. It's also not even a reverse. Yeah, but it's also not a particularly it's not like a reversal. He's just like, no, I I liked killing your children earlier and I'm going to keep (laughs) killing your children now. Yeah, you thought you protected your children. You didn't. No, I'm actually going to remain a child murderer and keep murdering them. Yeah, it's it's not. They didn't, it's not. Well, it's not revenge. It's just the thing he likes. A, but it's a well. You're right. I guess he cloaks it in revenge. He's like, I okay. Can I say it's revenge now? And people go, Yeah, yeah. It's it's more justified, Freddie. <laughs> you're now a good person. You're now good. You're you're on. We're on board for what you. That do. seems no, to be not. what Freddie is worried about. Is how is, he's his, judged. Is his reputation. History. I can't believe you sully me. my reputation by burning me in a basement. I'm going to now kill all your children to restore my honor. Have you seen the? Well, we can't. We can't talk about that. We can't no, talk stop, about stop, that. Stop! 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 Okay, Leatherface. Let's, let's, let's get theorize get on this movie. All right. So, Leatherface the- is super dead. I mean, let's <laughs> let's let's start there. Like it starts. Let's start with the fact that he is definitely dead, right? <laughs> right. Leatherface was dead to begin with. Uh, yeah. I mean, he got uh, chainsawed through the middle. That seems unsurvivable. Um, I mean, right. that's, it that seems much worse. the middle and then grenaded. Now, again, we didn't see the, like, so, like, the explosion. No, it was off, it was off camera. So, no. Okay, so he was dead, but I guarantee <laughs> I mean, you that he's alive. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I think you're probably right. I don't think this is going to start with a supernatural revivification of Leatherface. I think they're just going to go, he got better. He got better, and now he's off living in a house somewhere. Um, and his family is probably still dead, but he's he's not. He's definitely he's making going his to be, way in the world today. It's it feels to me like if he's on his own, he's a much less sympathetic character. Then he just straight goes straight straight up goes into monster territory. Uh, so either it goes all out into the yes, he's a character and a, pr- a protagonist of some sort, or it's just going to be like no, we're going to actually just make him an anonymous slasher killer. Screw all that other stuff. We're going to just take him into icon monster territory, which it also could be. All right. I have two thoughts on that. First one is based on what we've seen in the previous, though, I would think that it's also possible that his family, while dead, is still in it, by which I mean that he continues the the, tradition, uh, the tradition of like, um, yeah, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, Barbecue. them. Well, that's where I was going next. First, I was going to say he could have like the, the their bodies like sitting around and have them like pretend family with him, so that he's doing his right. That's family. true, right? To keep 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 them all around. Um, and then the quest, well, second question was like because I because I can really imagine 
them just going, look, all we want from Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a guy with a chainsaw killing people. That's all that matters. So let's just make him into Jason part two, but with a chainsaw. Um, but would they actually remove the barbecue part? Because I feel like that's pretty essential. Like you have so to far, kill people so far, to eat It's them. all a bit about meat, right? It it's has, all a bit yeah. about eating and meat and like killing for it's a purpose, right? They're killing for a purpose. They got to they got to run the family business on some level. Yeah. So, like, if he's killing people and then making them into meat, still, I, I still can get on board with that. Okay. Wait. Here's a question. Okay. Here's a question. But here's he seems like he about. can't run the franchise on his own. He needs his family to help do that. He's not a cook. All he does is he skins and he butchers. You're so right. I don't I mean, know. He is not a co- I mean, he, he's been around it. Maybe he picked something up. Maybe. maybe well, no, but I don't expect. Okay. Well, here's what. Let me let me clarify. I don't expect he's running a business. I don't expect he's selling barbecue. I I want to see a movie where Leatherface <laughs> is opening a, an accounting ledger and carefully <laughs> keeping track of the income that he makes from his barbecue business. And he's sweating. He's like, I can't handle this. You know, the cook used to do all this stuff. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm, I'm imagining he's in a world where <laughs> I'm imagining he's in a world where he's found a place that he's like living. I say living uh-huh. in quotes because like it's probably not. It'll like, be like a Jason house. house. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be some. And he's got his family there, and he's killing people to feed his family, which obviously they don't need. But he's doing it, and he's killing them, and cooking them up, and then serving them on slot plates in front of all the dead family. That's this is my prediction. Right, so the family table probably exists, but now it's just an increasing number of dead relatives that join at the family table. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. He's trying desperately to keep the family alive, even though they are all dead and he's the last one i think he's gonna go to hollywood and audition (laughs) do a bunch of auditions for like a new slasher movie called leatherface based on the true story of texas chainsaw massacre and it turns out they cast the real leatherface in the movie and he carves up everybody on set and they don't realize that he's the real one until the very end love it Let's let's find out who's okay. Right. Let's 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 see. Well, what let's happens. watch the trailer first. Let's watch. Okay. The trailer. Yes. 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 Some tales are told then soon forgotten. But a legend is forever. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Now, from the producers of A Nightmare on Elm Street, the real terror begins November 3rd. All right. Well, that told me absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's a teaser trailer. And here's the, you want to know the secret about it? Uh, Let me know the secret about it. Is it just filmed on the Universal backlot? Because that's what it looks like. Oh, that may be true. That I'm not 100% on, but it was filmed before there was a script. Oh, really? <laughs> they New Line just went, we bought this, let's make a trailer, and made okay, the trailer so immediately. <laughs> for, for those who uh, were just listening to that trailer, uh, 
there was uh it was it was a it was a man silhouette like a st- standing by a lake and then a chainsaw rises out of the lake a la the uh excalibur sword and then flies into his hand and then it turns around and reveals that it's leatherface that's all we get yeah, yeah. I didn't tell. We, we, um, we, get, we get absolutely dead nothing out of that. There may be the, a real trailer. I'm not sure because that's clearly a teaser trailer. There may be an additional trailer. I can look if you want, but um, otherwise, it, just go it, with that. It, 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 it may maybe maybe worth it if there's another one. Um, I, there's another this, trailer that comes up when I search. The problem is like it's one of those situations where I'm not a hundred. Could I don't be know. a fan trailer. Could be a modern trailer. Could right, be like something. Right. No, don't don't worry about it. That's the, le- definitely leave the it real leave trailer. it leave it where it is. Actually, I am comfortable going into this not knowing uh, diddly squat about what this movie is going to be, and it'll be be delightful. I did, however, in the YouTube description see that Viggo Mortensen is in it. Oh, uh, that is so, true. So 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 that is that is a weird thing to uh, to know. Um, that is that, true is, that well. is a uh, jerk line at the end, where they say from the producers of now from the producers of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the real terror begins. That other stuff was garbage earlier. Now we're going to do the real scary stuff. Also, uh, the other tagline, "The Saw is family," which the Saw is family, which is from number two. Which yeah, you were you were talking about last time, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's finally given up his wo- his woman loving ways, and g- gone back to only loving the saw. Only love the saw. But it does imply that the whole family is going to be back. Not that, as you say, they had a script at this point, so who knows? That's true. Yes, exactly. I mean, th- that could just be nothing. Um, <laughs> the ru- rumor, unclear, uh, rumor that that was uh, 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 Kane Hodder as Leatherface in that, because again, he was the, because uh, they didn't have, it, it, it wasn't put together. He was the stunt coordinator on the film. Uh, he didn't play Leatherface in the movie, right. but uh, they, there's a rumor that that was him. Supposedly. <laughs> the, the Leatherface itself looks a little different, which makes sense. I mean, that's actually the kind of the genius of, uh, of uh, the costume is that it doesn't matter what face he wears. It's not like he's going to wear one face forever. That face is eventually going to rot and fall apart, and he's got to get a new face somehow, right? So, yeah. so if that looks different, yeah, stands to reason. He's not going to have had the same face on his face since 1974. His body looks different too, but there you go. <laughs> Look, your his body looks, looks different, different than it did 16 <gasps> how, years ago, how dare Jordan you? White. How dare you? Look, I still every, do the every, same chainsaw dances I did back then. Exactly the same. Chainsaw's calisthenics. See, that's what I would t- <laughs> I would totally watch a like a Jane Fonda exercise tape, <laughs> but with Leatherface doing doing little little weird uh, chainsaw jigs for fitness. Because I bet you, as soon as that, I mean, I haven't fired a lot of chainsaws in my life, but that thing, you know, it ha- it has its own like uh, own uh, like centripetal force that it's sort of that you have to fight against. I you bet know, you it can build some true upper body strength. I, well, I know how you can find out, like uh, by taking the chainsaw, a chainsaw store. And pick a couple up, and just, wave them around. I, I'd like to buy three chainsaws, please. <laughs> no, Quietly. just silently put your silently money Silently buy Come three on. chainsaws. <laughs> I, would, I, I would totally... Okay, it's not 2005 anymore, so this wouldn't be like a, a novelty, but I would totally watch a viral internet video of somebody <laughs> silently going to a chainsaw store and buying three chainsaws and doing the whole scene from part two. 
It would be pretty funny. Would the clerk laugh cackling with glee? Probably not. Right. Well, well, but maybe he's just excited about all the money he's about to get. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm about to make commission. bank on these chainsaws. Absolutely. All right. Um. Well, why don't we go ahead and watch this bad boy, huh? Yeah. Let me just check one thing before we do. Okay. Uh. Is it the running time? Is it how? No, much the running money? time is it's again under ninety minutes. My uh, when I'm what I'm wondering is if there's a way to watch the unrated version, and I don't know that there is. is are you sure there is an unrated version? There is an unrated version, but I think I think you might have to like uh, buy it on physical media. Oh, I don't know that. Heaven forfend. I know, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to buy it. I'm, I'm not going to buy it sight unseen. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I suppose. I suppose. Later, I'm sure you, you'll you buy the full box set and you have the whole run. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Uh, I mean, and I, I again, I, I think I'm, I may end up buying the digital copy because it's $2 more than renting the digital copy. But I mean, the you, digital you copy might is the well. R-rated version. Okay. So, all right. Well, we're going to watch the un, the, the rated version, which apparently which, which is I'm to- I'm, to- I'm totally fine with, right? You you get what people saw in theaters at the time, yes. right? It, yes. It's it's a it's a more accurate depiction of probably what the series was really doing. Yeah. In my mind. So. Um all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and do that then? Let's do it. All right. I'll be right back. Well, that was a worse version of number one. Yeah. Is 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 what we just watched. It, it, do it again, but like no style this time. Yeah, and uh and with less of a point. Um no. but we're still we're still gonna make wags about uh we're waving towards uh, cannibals <laughs> and meat and uh and we're not gonna have any continuity. It's it's yeah, how about, no. How about, how about no continuity? Well, even down to the opening where it ostensibly has continuity which i also don't understand no me neither i I had to watch the opening crawl twice because i was like wait what hold on what happened who what yeah okay so a i'm like they expect you to know who w.e sawyer is and i still am not entirely clear on who w.e sawyer is no see that's the part that made the made no sense That, that they i don't think they so let's 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 go through it. Why, I think why, I can why tell don't you, you go who ahead. Sawyer is. Actually, why don't before for everybody who did not watch it and shame on you for not watching Leatherface: The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, uh, can you bring up the uh, the opening prologue and read it out loud? Oh, okay. I would like to do that. Let's see if I can do that. Uh, Leatherface. Actually, wait. I have it right here. Oh, I have it right here. Are you ready? Uh, yes. I beat you to it. Okay, here we go. On August 18th, 1973, Sally Hardesty, her invalid brother Franklin, and their friends fell afoul of a bizarre cannibalistic clan of serial predators. Sure. Miss Hardesty was the sole survivor of that night of terror. Okay, so far so good. She died in a private healthcare facility in 1977, which if I recall was not what the last narration said at all. Um, um, let's, let's check. Let's check. Hold right. on. Right? Let me see if I can bring that up. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 opening narration. Yep. Here we go. Uh, last time they said the next morning, one survivor, Sally Hardesty Enright, 
which she had two names, two last names oh, in this version. Oh, Enright because right, it's Lefty Enright who is uh, Dennis Hopper. Ah, was picked up on a roadside, blood caked and screaming murder. Sally said she had broken out of a window in hell. The girl babbled a mad tale: a cannibal family in an isolated farmhouse, chainsaw fingers and bones. Her brother, her friends, hacked up for barbecue. Okay, then she sunk into catatonia. Um, okay. And let's see. I let's guess see. conceivably she could have died in a private health. Yeah, they facility. never they never talk about her again. So so this new is this is new information that four years oh. after it happened she died. She just died. All right, a single member of the murderous quote unquote family lived to see trial. Now, okay, hold on. So, let's stop there, because um, that's totally new information. Because and not only new information but contradictory information. Because remember, right? We had hitchhiker die. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Not, forget that. Forget that. Uh, okay. In the narration of part two, they can find no killers or victims. There right. is no right. evidence no, no, that this whole, crime happened. That is the whole point all. of number two. Yes. Right. Yes. The whole point is that they they nobody believes that this was a crime that happened. Right. They mount a month-long manhunt. They found nothing. Whereas this now is saying, oh, they found one surviving member, W.E. Sawyer, uh, and they tried him. And, and and in case you were thinking, well, no, no, hold on. They're talking about one surviving member uh, from the second movie. No. Because, again, the second movie takes place in, in 1986. Yeah, in 86. So that's after... Uh, that he quote unquote got the gas chamber in 81. So uh, who's W.E. Sawyer? Uh, I do believe, I think where they, that's where they claim. Okay. But I he did not, he did not live. I know. I know. This is weird. Okay. So then he died in the gas chamber in 1981. The jurors concluded, this is weird. Also that Leatherface presumed to be an unapprehended killer was in fact, an alternate personality of Sawyer's activated whenever he donned a crude mask made of human flesh. If there was no leather face in reality, then Sally Hardestay made at last rest in peace. If there actually was a leather face, he remains at large, and the so-called Texas Chainsaw Massacre was only the beginning. Wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm wrong. What are you wrong about? W, uh, I was getting confused and thinking that... Uh, Is this supposed second. to be the cook? Hold on, I was I was thinking for a second that uh, that hitchhiker's name was Billy, but in fact it's Bobby. He's Robert, so he's not a W. None of them are a W. None of them. Yeah, the only thing, but isn't it the on the gas station? Or it doesn't say like W E Slaughter or something like that is oh, or whatever I'll, that was. I'll believe it, but that guy's name is Drayton Sawyer, man. All right, so I mean, it seems really early in the series, just be playing, playing, playing fast and loose with the continuity for no reason. So, uh, so, and so they're they're proposing that the um, jury, that the the theory of the prosecution, like this, I don't understand why, I don't understand why this would be the case, but for some reason during the trial of this one person who was tried, they went, oh, you know what. This it's probably dude just wore that a guy. Mask. Yeah, yeah, it was probably him the whole time. It's more likely to us there was only one killer, and there isn't another killer. Um, but in fact, there is. Uh, and so I then, mean, 
I mean, is are they trying to say that that is what uh, Dennis Hopper was like? Yeah, like the police have just put this away, and there are no more killers, and therefore, uh, therefore, any sort of further Texas chainsaw massacres are not related to this original one that you are trying to like avenge. You're being super generous, and I'm like, being very generous. I'm yes, I'm a very generous person. That makes sense out of the nonsense that they've put forth it doesn't this is also an unnecessarily amount of nonsense no it's, it's a no proposal this. it's a proposal of nonsense i mean it doesn't fit like that's a generous way to look at it and go oh is that what they thought and then blew it um but that but they blew it because that's literally a direct contradiction of what is said in the previous film and the fact is like we said this is the first movie again like there is no connection to the previous films whatsoever uh, that I was able to supposedly lefty no. in here in some capacity. Not that I saw. It says uh, she has a cameo that, that lefty has a cameo in this. Oh, movie you mean now. stretch? Sorry. Yes, I did mean stretch. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of uh, nicknames. I know. I know. You're absolutely right. I did mean stretch. Did you see I did, I did, I did not. I did not see Stretch. Um, which version did you watch, by the way? I went ahead with the Apple TV uh, regular old theatrical cut. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Um, well, so so this is nothing to do with it. So like to, on some level, it's like, why did you even bother? Why did you bother? And I guess the answer is because back then you didn't do remakes as often as you do nowadays. And they wanted to call it number three instead of. It's another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, and it's just got no connection. It's it, just got it gets nothing. it gets way more confusing later when and spoiler when we meet Leatherface's new family, who's right. a whole new gang of cannibals who are all related to each other. I suppose they're all also Sawyers. Yeah, it's a, yeah. And so it's all all very 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 confusing. I definitely don't understand how this new family works or anything. But um, okay. Uh, I, I think I think she was maybe standing around like being a reporter. When oh at, when the, were, uh, at the beginning? at the crime scene when they did yeah. the mass exhumation. Yeah, that might have been what it was. Let's see. Okay. Oh, I mean that that would that would make sense, but I also did not clock it as a cameo yeah, either. Maybe, so maybe. that did, did did not register for me. Um, um, okay, so let's get back to this. So like, I, okay, obviously, I think I think it's clear. I was extremely disappointed in this. <laughs> like, I, this is not my favorite series of the series that I that I know and love um, yeah. at all so far. But like, the first movie was a really good and upsetting movie, and I thought the second movie was a really fun movie that I, having seen three, I, I even more so was like, I would like to watch two again. Like, two is fun to watch. It is a good time. I would watch it again. And three, I was just like, oh my God, I and three, hope I never three, see it again. Not like were in, I should three, three were, in, we're into, especially later when we, we'll get to this, but when it's mostly just running around in the woods in, in like, uh, it's poorly lit. It's hard to see what is happening. And it's just in like sub Jason territory. They have descended I've into seen good running around the woods sure. with murderers. They have descended into like again. We, we we were joking earlier about it having no style, and it doesn't really have any style, uh, especially when compared to the first two films in this series. Um, but stylistically, the things if you go to the Jason movies and say, "What does it remind you of?" of the Jason movies, it's like it's like seven and eight. 
when they are kind of bland stylistically. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's got a very late eighties. I mean, there, there are some uh, cute touches. This is reminds me of the in in eight, like with that push in shot through the porthole and a couple of things where it's like, or like the uh, the puddle becomes the boat where you're like, ooh, film school. <laughs> uh, there are a couple of touches like that in here that show that somebody is trying to pay attention, but not really getting there overall, right? Paying attention to the details, but not the, not the big picture. Like there's that initial thing where there's a um there's like a traffic cone light and it's blinking and it fades into a into a sun and it's supposed which is which is kind of cute and there are a couple of things like that where you're like all right all right i see what you're trying to do um it doesn't but the energy on this movie is kind of slack and like also here's the thing Uh, i feel like I have to give so much. It makes me give so much more credit to the first movies because the family, the Sawyers in the first two movies are so good at their job. I don't mean killing people. I mean, the actors, I mean, the actors nail it. Like they are creepy and also fascinatingly weird. And in this one, I think they almost do. They do the opposite where it's almost like they just want to make this like a really nice family that you get to come and hang out with. They just happen to also kill and eat people, right? I mean, yeah, they they're are, mostly like pretty good-looking people, right? They're not totally to well. Yes. Well, we do have beautiful man, Mister Viggo Mortensen, being right. a beautiful man in this movie. But like, why even, would you do that? Why would you cast him? Why would you cast him? I think they cast him because of the switcheroo aspect, right? He they meet him early on. And they think maybe he's a good guy. And then there's the switcheroo where he's not a good guy. Right. And so that's supposed to be. However, I feel like they that kind of got telegraphed a bit. I yeah. definitely was not surprised by that when that happened. Um, the, the mom. Because he's that, not he's not. A, uh, I mean, I guess we should tell the plot. The mom. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, even expecting yeah. a mom. Uh, right. There, there's a mom who is very sweet in her own way and to her family at least right to but each again, other they all kind of there's well, i suppose we'll talk about this but there's that wonderful little moment where vigo was like no please just call me tex and the other brother's like as opposed to being like i'm not gonna do that he's like no, okay i'm so sorry i will call you tex i will try harder next time he's like thank you right there uh they are explicitly respectful and loving of each other and yes. and and of leatherface Blah, right, which that's I, not what we want. I, yeah, but I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand it. I, it's a, it's a choice. Right? I, I, I feel like they, they hired. Here's what I'm going to say. It. Here's the way I would put it. They hired normal actors who are normal, fine, normal people, and then they said, "Let's well, let's tell them to like be a little mean and weird for a little bit." Whereas in the first movie. And then, and then, and the second movie because they replaced at least one of the one of the like uh, the, the hitchhiker with uh, with with um, I forgot his name now. Uh, I keep wanting to say crop top, and that's not his name. Chop no, top. Oh uh, yeah, chop crop top. Hang <laughs> top. Um, they they they're all they are weirdos, or at oh, the very yeah, least, yeah. they cast people who I'm sure are not weirdos in their normal lives, but like can exquisitely become weird. I mean, that's kind of what I liked about like I liked Chop Top in that, right. and I and 
and to a lesser extent the hitchhiker from 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 the first movie in that they definitely had some interests outside of cannibalism <laughs> and, like, and i especially cook, like how chopped up cook, enjoyed cook. music right exactly and we were just like i like like was like you know this is what i really like i also you know kill and murder and eat people but, but like also music is great but but like he also had like extreme quirks he and also again he was not pleasant to look at um even the cook who is not like hideous looking but also is like is, is very weird and i don't know whereas in this movie you had the one character who is trying hard to be weird but i feel like he doesn't pull it off but, as well. It wasn't of weird them. enough. And right. you could tell he was a handsome guy aside from that. Right. 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 When, well, when, yeah, when, he, got out of, when he got out of his costume, eye. he'd yes. probably be like a totally handsome, normal dude. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. No, um, totally. And the same, same with the mom. Like, anyway, so, so let's do it. Let's do it. So right. this movie starts. Oh, it starts with a murder scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we, well, it starts with uh, it's an origin of sort for this uh, this incarnation of Leatherface's Leatherface, right? right? Right, right. Actually, and this is I think where almost all the gore in the movie is. Like, there's almost like like this is this is this is probably the grossest thing in the movie. Am I right? I think so. Honestly, think so? it all blends like, together so much. I know, it all blends this together. One, this, but, one but this movie is not was very like, distinctive. Yeah, I mean, you could see the rest of this movie is kind of cut to pieces. Right, they yes. they clearly cut a ton out because there's a lot of cutaways where, unlike in number two, you would have seen a whole bunch of gross stuff. It was rated it was rated X, and they had to cut a lot to get to like R. four minutes or something like that. Yeah. Right, they they which is an eternity if you're cutting out like reactions and gore and all that. Right, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so it starts with him, yeah, killing a lady and skin in her face. And you could tell because, because like he has a, uh, she has a tattoo of a rose on her face, I believe, and you kind of see that on Leatherface's face for the rest of the movie. He has has that rose on on his face. Um, it's it's a it's a little making of montage. Like you get to yeah. see it's because it's not as simple as he he cuts off the face and then he puts it on his face, like. He, he does some he, sewing. Yeah, he does a lot of like it's 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 a bespoke face. It is it is a craft. <laughs> it is a craft. I mean, clearly he's done this before. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Seen. Well, so not only is he doing that, but also there is a young lady who is looking in through a window at him doing it and watching <laughs> watching him do it. And this is like what it was like. Uh, this is uh, you know it's. It, there's some credits, and then you cut back, and you sense, see like him it? doing some like cutting, and then you cut back, and then there's some more cutting, and then, you, then he's wearing the face. Um, is this movie okay? Is this movie really, really good? Yes, that's what I'm asking. It's not, but like, no. are, are there like a million people who are mad at us? Like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you guys love this this franchise, and I'm sitting here going, the third one stinks. That's all right. You can keep doing that with, with part eight, which everybody disagrees with you about. Well, they don't. They shouldn't. It's really not good. <laughs> anyway, all right. No, so back I, to this. I, don't, I don't think so. Though I, w- I was, when I was looking up the physical media to see, see if I was going to purchase this in, or if I was going to, who knows? I mean, some, sometimes be like, maybe I don't want to watch this now, but maybe I'll want to watch this in 10 years. It'd be nice to have it. But it was, uh, was re released by Warner Archive, which is Warner's incredibly good uh restoration arm they have they they do lots oh, of no. beautiful boutique work 
like they do gorgeous restorations of their sort of back catalog and this was in there and so i was unsure as to how good this was going to be necessarily um but so somebody thinks it's good somebody must or or at least it's part of a good enough series that it deserves that that the series requires it here's an editorial in bloody disgusting from Mm -hmm. five years ago called leatherface texas chainsaw massacre 3 still has teeth 28 years later Mm, somebody loves it so i guess so like man Anyway, all right. So I mean, so, it's not a disaster. I, I, like, it's not a disaster. No, but it's I just it was um, boring. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's like not, it wasn't like, exciting. Like, I got bored. <laughs> all right. Well, let's do the very, very boring plot summary of the okay. whole thing. Then. So um, it's about a. It starts out uh, with the murder, but then it, we cut to a road trip um, between two people who hate each other. Yes. I, I don't understand this choice necessarily. The wiki calls them a couple. I definitely spent a while in this movie going, what are the, what is their connection? Do they just know each other? Are they brother and sister? What, why are they? In well, this I got, so, so it's Michelle and Ryan, right? Right. Yes. Uh, and uh, Michelle is driving her dad's teal Mercedes all the way across the country from California to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ryan is tagging along, but really, seems like he could, does not want to be there. He's on his Walkman uh, for, for when we when we first meet him, um, listening to some... Is he listening to heavy metal? There's a lot of heavy metal in this movie. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's... Um, but he's, he's listening to music, and she's like, I thought we would be able to enjoy each other's company. Like, But he feels like he's already like decided to break up with her if they haven't broken up already. Or they just broke up and are like <laughs> kind of like not quite... 100% about it yet. He, he broke up with her five minutes into the trip and thought, this is, this is going to be a fun trip. <laughs> yeah. But they know they hate each other. Like, they, like, like, yeah, like it's so he weird. He doesn't like her. And she, I think maybe likes him a little bit more, but barely. Uh, and which makes him be like, I'm, I'm not terribly sad when they get separated and or die. No. I, well, they're not, they're, they're not, there's, they're not likable. Really? Mm. Um, no. And again, I mean, they're like, not super. They don't have personality either. traits generic. either, yes, right? Yes. They, like they don't have a, a thing that defines them in any way. I think like he's slightly yuppie-ish, maybe or a something. Bit. The way he's dressed, uh, sure, right, exactly. But I mean, there's also like you know, nice white high tops, and then like some like cuffed, cuffed uh, bugle boy jeans is what it looks like. Um, and then you know, but she's also not terribly different or more interesting or more virtuous or anything. She's just also there. They don't work really hard to define them, right? They define their relationship to each other by their bickering, but they don't don't define their personality. No, not really. And they don't define their personalities individually either, right? So we don't don't get a sort of a big picture. But they're sort of cruising through uh, theoretically Texas. Uh, There is... uh, I mean, I guess I, I guess I... Sorry. I guess I like her more because like... She has a goal, at least, right? You know, to survive. Like, no, I mean to drive this car from one end. Oh, yes. Like she's she's doing a thing, whereas he is. So you like, you like said, her it's more like because why... her dad expects her car to his car to be in Florida by the Listen, end of the week. I know that's ridiculous, but but literally, she's going. I am doing a thing. Here is I have a, a and desire he is just to achieve somehow it. coming along for the right. ride, <laughs> even though he doesn't like her. Right. We literally don't know what what does he want. Why is he there? 
no idea. So he definitely, I think, comes off more as a tool the whole time. Yeah. Like, I mean, late, later, kind of he would prefer that all of his organs stay on the inside. Sure, sure. Uh, that becomes his sort of guiding motivation is <laughs> of maintaining his flesh sack. Uh, uh, well, he fails. Yeah, he doesn't do a good job so, of that either. So, so they, 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 they're driving around. They, uh, they drive by a... Well, they drive by oh, a... Oh, no. But do they... Do they First they hit they an, ar- hit an armadillo. armadillo. I think that's first. I think they hit hit an armadillo first, which is also a like, ah, did you see the first movie? There was a dead armadillo in the first movie. It's all a sp- cycle. It, uh, it goes around. It, it's, like, it's like poetry. It rhymes. No, no. Um, uh, but uh, they hit a armadillo, but the no, armadillo is... is wearing an earring. Wait, really? Yes, it was. It was tagged. It was, it was, was that what it is? Because we later see one of the uh, family also wearing that exact same earring, as far oh, as I, I can tell. That connection. Wow. Maybe, Which, I, maybe I didn't get this movie. Maybe that's why I didn't like I, it. I, th- I, th- I think you're not just doing a deep reading of, of it enough. <laughs> um, yeah, they hit an armadillo. She was driving. Um, so he's like, I'll kill this armadillo for you. Uh, no, that's not what happens. They no. jump out and they look at it. And he's like, I'll take care of it. And she's like, no, I'll do it. And so she goes and she picks up a giant rock. And, and she can't gonna, do it. But she can't do it. And so she can't do it. do it. She has to do it. And they cut, cut, cut away from him doing it too, of course. But uh, Which I think illustrates the funda- dif- fundamental difference between them and the Sawyers. Oh, is that is what that, that is? Yes, because she, she, she can't kill, but the Sawyers can. Sh- sure. That's how sure. you know that she's the good person who should survive this movie. I mean, that's that's the closest they come to the saving the cat moment, but it's they didn't. They literally did not save it. They killed it. They killed, like, Mercy they, killed the cat. <laughs> Mercy <laughs> killed the cat. That's the screenwriting rule, as far as I understand it. <laughs> so it's the instigating incident in which you lose the cat. <laughs> in which, yeah. Okay, so. What, so then what's the crime they are driving by? Was there just... There's a giant... So they keep listening to the radio and they, right, they think there's like, like some radio broadcasts that are happening. The radio keeps going in and out, but eventually what they sort of figure out is that there's a there's a giant mass grave that they're exhuming somewhere right, up ahead. Right, 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 right. In fact, they also say it's in a dried up creek and it's near... Something. Is this supposed to be theoretically the first movies that, like batch of victims, right? Theoretically, no. Well, I, yes and no. I, I I made the connection to the first movie, and I definitely was like, oh oh oh, are they saying like they have just found the like place where they hundreds their, of bodies, their bodies for years? Yes, yes. I that was the impression I got was that that's what they were trying to get across, um, which again doesn't fit with the first movie or the second movie in the slightest where they specifically have left th- that area that they were in. And, and left no trace. Else. Yeah, exactly. No exactly. All right, right. They cleaned out that entire place. Um, so there you go. But so then, then there's this is an extended gross sequence in which you have the people in sort of hazmat suits exhuming bodies. And these bodies are suitably wet and sloppy and nasty. And there's like the head that pops out, right? Like, they pull a head out of the ground and it's gross and it's wet and it's nasty. Um, sidebar, I just watched, uh, revisited uh, Return of the Living Dead for the first right. time since I watched it in VHS sometime in like 1992. Oh, wow. That's a um, long time. Okay. A very, very long time. And uh, 
I would say these bodies that they're digging out of this hole are as wet and nasty as some of the, the uh, Return of the Living Dead corpses, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead is terrific. It is delightful. Uh, I, I, um, I never but, watched the but sequel. made zombies wet and sequel. gross and slimy. Yeah. And, well, which and is nice. Was that the first one where they started talking? Like that was, a, I remember that being. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only did they talk, also the first one where they specifically want to eat brains. Oh. That's where the where the specifically brains trope apparently comes from. That specific movie. That's great. That's the only thing that. In any case, so they're, they're they're digging up a bunch of wet, gross, sloppy, sloppy corpses out of this mud hole, um, and, and and yeah, and they they just get to, like they have to just sit and they like there's a traffic stop where apparently because they're doing this exhuming of these bodies which clearly took place a long time ago. Somehow it's also a traffic stop where the cop has to ask you very suspiciously a bunch of questions, but like, where are you going? Well, they always right? return to the, the crime, right? So the scene of the crime. The crime, so. like like 15 years later. <laughs> I mean, everything about this is stupid and doesn't make sense. Because you're right. Why would they do that? Why would they do a, a traffic stop where you could literally see all the dead bodies coming out of the ground? Like that's the worst place and idea to do it. Um, and then the cop is just a, a dick to them, right? Like, it's just like, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, you're driving. From... It's like uh, something, something wrong with the planes. Yeah. Where are, you, where are you going? Florida. What's wrong with the planes? I have to drive the car. Well, just go. Just drive now and don't stop. This Get... is this. This reminds me of uh, there was a there was um, when I was living in New York City. I was out late at the night somewhere in like Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is very relevant, I promise you. I believe you. Yes. And I had just left a bar at like one or two in the morning. And I was about to get on the subway, but I realized that I had to pee. And I was like, I don't want to trudge, like go back all the way to the bar to find a bathroom. I'm just going to go pee behind the tree next to <gasps> the Hojo. And remember the old Hojo that's like down on like a, like, like a bleaker or whatever that was. Um and I pee behind the tree and I step out and there's a cop sitting at the street with his lights on, like, whoop, whoop. And I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. This is the first time I ever like pee on a tree, like in New York. <laughs> and this is where I get, get, get my ticket. And I go and I talk to him and he's like, all right, ID. And I hand over the ID and he goes, Brooklyn, huh? You're a long way from home. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I will be home in 20 minutes on the F. This is not weird that I am here. I met up with my friends in Manhattan. That's pretty. That's pretty great. It's a similar thing. Something wrong with the planes? Yeah. No. It's it's totally reasonable to drive across country. People do it all the time. Well, and he tells her, like I said, he tells her to just drive and keep going, which is also, of course, terrible advice. Um, you know, usually you want to sleep sometimes. Um, keep going. Don't look back. Get the hell out of Texas with your teal Mercedes. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's decent advice. It doesn't go well for them uh, being in Texas, but uh, they should solve that problem instead. <laughs> Sorry, the state is super murdery. You should keep going. <laughs> They keep going. This is, are we getting the chronology here right? Because this is nighttime now, right? They were were driving during the day. They hit an armadillo during the day. Now it's nighttime. Now it's the next day that they get to the last chance gas station. Is that correct? Yeah, man, because it it can't be afterwards, can it? No, no, because they definitely hit the armadillo because they definitely 
uh, the have blood on the car. The blood on the car by the time they get to the last chance. Well, they couldn't station. have gone to the cop place after either. No, right? no, because because they immediately get followed by by Leatherface and uh, right. and them after that. Now, okay, presumably they so, would have so, told so the I cop. Think, I think, I think we are correct. Was just shooting someone. By the way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Listen, okay, I know this is Texas, but somebody just got shot. <laughs> so they get to this gas station, the last chance gas station. Time for a creepy gas station, you guys. Another one. And it's called Last Chance Gas Station. It's your last chance before we kill you. So what... Yes. So what happens there is... Telegraphing the plot gas station. They meet... Alfredo. They meet Alfredo Alfredo. and they meet Tex. Yeah. Well, first of all, Alfredo, who is like, just like, uh, could not be more more of a weirdo uh, in this gas station, Right. Like not like just like talks about how he wants to service Michelle and that how she will really like it when he services her and is making her really, really uncomfortable. And uh, Ryan does not give a shit and is just like saunters off to use the restroom and does not care about leaving her alone here with with creepy Alfredo. Um, But then uh, thankfully, while uh, Alfredo is being a super creep, uh, Tex, our handsome Viggo Mortensen, uh, strolls up. Uh, where he gets dropped off, right? He's like he's hitchhiking, theoretically. Yes, and they they portray him as a hitchhiker. I guess which, just about which, the area. Which I, I know we've we've already mentioned that he's part of the cannibal family, so right. we might as well get into it now. That uh, clearly this is all part of their plan, right? This is all a setup. Some of because, it because they just say later yes. like, oh, our plan worked perfectly, or our trap worked perfectly. They say something along those lines to indicate that this is clearly some sort of technique that they're using to lure people. Right, except that it is and it isn't in the sense that it is. You're right, but also Alfredo is a weird creep. I mean, he's a weirdo anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's not like he's pretending to be a creep. He is a creep. Well, they're just using what they got, right? <laughs> they're, they're they're making their best of of. Right, they're using every every part of the buffalo. Because what happens is, uh, but the, but then why are they play acting for us the 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 fam- the camera? No, no, this is. I I don't think you're right. I think it is a little bit of it's a little bit of a plot, a pl- but a little bit not. Because what happens is, like you said, Ryan goes to the bathroom. Uh, Michelle then goes to the bathroom afterwards, and while Michelle's in the bathroom, Alfredo is peeping on her out of peephole. Right, and just because we, he li- he likes watching ladies pee. Yeah, and she is not. She is also going. When we meet Alfredo first time, what he is doing is he has a porn mag and he is cutting up the porn mag, uh, and into into individual female body parts. And we realize that when she goes to the bathroom, uh, that he has pasted up on the wall all these pieces of uh, women all yeah. over the wall. Yeah. Which yeah, is also I mean, foreshadowing. So, so well, so, it means clearly no, what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but he's peeping on her, and I'm saying we're seeing that happen, right? Uh, and then we also see right. That's not part of the plan, right? The plan, right? That's just his own personal gratification. And then what happens is, Tex finds that he's doing that and starts kicking his ass, starts fighting right. him, and it, and then like literally like they fight each other out of the gas station and, and the you know, Ryan and Michelle are like, what, what happened? And he's like, he was fucking peeping on you in better words than that. Probably. Um, no, no, no. That's about the level of the strip. That's fine. <laughs> and they start kicking each other's ass. And then, 
And Fredo, Fredo comes out with a shotgun. Comes out with a shotgun and starts chasing them. So they jump in the car and, oh, sorry. Before that, this is important. Yes. Yes. Before that. Oh, yeah. There's a thing about a map. she's in the bathroom. This makes a lot of sense, too. Tex is going, hey, uh, you got a map? First of all, he's asking for a ride. Take, take me a ride. I'll buy you a beer. And they're like, no, 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 no. We, we, we got to get going. Well, no. Ryan's like, no, we got to get going. Kate's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's like, hey, handsome, handsome man. Right, exactly. It's not going well with Ryan, so I might as well have sex with a stranger. Um, so but while she's in the bathroom, he's like, you got a map? And Ryan's like, yeah, I got a map. Like, it's fine. And he's like, well, you should go that road instead of that road. He's like, no, this road is a straight shot. It goes straight to whatever freaking place we're going. That's the way right there. That's the one. He goes, no, 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 man, no, man. This road that goes off to the right, that's faster. He's like, well, that's not what? He goes, let me show you. Let me show you on the map. And they take out the map. He's like, yeah, you see this? This map doesn't even have that road. It's from 1973. It's from 73. It doesn't even have that road. That road has been built, and now the road that doesn't go straight is faster than the road that goes straight. Uh, And Ryan's like, well, I'll think about it. I don't know. Yeah. So then, which, which does sound kind of sketchy, to be so, honest. So then the fight happens, uh, and as they, yeah. Ryan and Michelle jump into the car and drive away because Tex doesn't make it, they seem to see Tex get shot, which is edited so poorly as to as we don't really know if he got shot or if he just like jumped. Well, we know he didn't get shot <laughs> later in the movie. Well, yes, yes. But, yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, you're right. We don't even like see a good shot of it. Like we know that he gets shot, quote unquote, because they say like he got shot. Um, and so they're running off. And so while they're driving off, because Tex got shot, I guess because now yeah, because he's because like, they want to get away from and 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 they want to get away from Alfredo, I guess. Right? No, no, they they're, wanna... they're running. Yeah, of course, Alfredo's yeah, yeah, got yeah. a gun. But I'm saying, uh, I think what's happening in Ryan's mind is Ryan's going. That guy got shot for us. Like we should, we should honor him by taking Texas Road. Let's yeah. take his route. Let's go that way. How can we just pause for a second to talk about? Should you adopt the nickname Tex if you actually live in Texas? Yeah, um, that's this pretty is extreme. Th- it feels like Tex is a nickname that you get. When you're not in Texas and people meet you and you're like, well, you're from Texas. I'm going to call you Tex. I'm going to look up what is Tex short for. It's short for Texas. I would assume so, but let's find out. Um, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) uh, So according to Wikipedia, Tex is a nickname sometimes used for someone from the U.S. state of Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. It seems really weird to be like, please give me the nickname of somebody in Texas being in Texas and being really insistent on it because it's a choice. Clearly, this is like one of those things where you're like, listen, I need you to need you to give me a, a call me this because I think it's really cool. Right. When you insist on your own nickname, it's because you think it's really cool. Um, it's like uh, it's like when Lois Lane calls Clark Kent Super- Smallville. I almost said Superman. <laughs> when she calls him Smallville. Hey, soups. When she calls him Smallville, it makes sense. But then when she does it in the show in Smallville, s- where like most and of the characters everybody, are everybody can be called Smallville. <laughs> exactly. Right? It only makes sense if you're in a situation with a bunch of other non-Texans 
and they think it's cute to call you Tex. Yeah, yeah. That makes I can't imagine it's actually something you want to be called in Texas. He's sitting there going, and he wants to be called it. So he's sitting there going, like, I think I'm like, I'm like the more most of a text. Texas th- of anyone here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not for you. Like it's I a, massacre people with chainsaws. Well, I don't, but I help my brother do it. I, I I'm the handsome Cousin? bait. Do we? Oh, I wonder how they're related. Oh, Let's see. God. Let me look it up. Um. Anyway, so okay. so so basically, like now they they take off. It was bright daylight earlier at the gas station, but now. They've been driving so long, and but yet still haven't gotten that far away from wherever they were. That now it's nighttime, and no, there's hold on. Like, is it the isn't the part with the the car with with Benny? No, no. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. man, it's all confusing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so. <laughs> God damn it! There's a lot. There's a, there's a lot here. There's two 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 things that happen. This is the this plot is annoying, uh, but they, they, there's two things that happen. One is that something darts out in the middle of the road. Wait, is do they get chased by Leatherface first? They get chased by Leatherface first, right? Yes. Yeah, because no, nothing darts out. That's later when Benny when when uh, when they when they crash into Benny. No, that's the same time. It's just that. Wait. Uh, it's a truck. Throws the truck something up, onto the coyote, car. right? Yes. Right. So wait. So so they're they're driving. All right. I'm gonna, let's just make it make a moment of silence. I'm going to edit all this garbage out because we we we're, we're get this okay. correct. Okay. So they're they're on the uh, they're on Texas Road, right? The one that the Tex sent them on, and uh, all of a sudden behind them lights switch on and there's a big giant pickup truck that has like a animal hide on the front of it driving up in front of them or behind them and it swerves around and it go, drives in front of them and they're properly freaking out as they should uh and somebody throws a coyote from the, from the truck and it just lands plop on their windshield and hood and they swerve and like pull off the road, right? Is that right? Yeah, they they like pull off the road and they pop a tire, right? So their 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 tire is now well and truly popped. Right, 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 right. And, yes, and, yes. And so now they're all they're all kind of freaking out because they're because yes, somebody threw a dead coyote at them, which is understandably weird. The, okay, I I'm I was blending the the two car accidents they get in together no, no, because we have, why, we have, if you want them to have one car accident that would be crazy no no we have, we have two car accidents <laughs> two this kind of so right so 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 ryan gets out of the car and they're desperately trying they both get out of the car and they're desperately trying to like actually like uh replace their popped front tire uh and uh she keeps wandering off with the flashlight while he tries to he can't see anything well, he's like Come she back. hears something she hears something she hears and a creaking well, because she's worried that it's uh, that it's uh, somebody from that car that threw a dead coyote at them, well, which I understand, is. right? It is. It's but here's yeah, the she weird hears a part. noise. It's a creaking sound she hears, which we are seeing what is causing that creaking sound, and what it is is a leg brace that it's a now right Leatherface has. Yes, right. It's a new thing, right? New thing. Well, it, it got it somewhere in the continuity. Sure. In the con, he hey when you, when you get like a chainsaw through your middle section, it doesn't kill you. It just gives you a leg brace. <laughs> it's just a leg brace. Um, but 
so she hears that. She, she keeps wandering off the flashlight. So we have some of her flashlight uh, fun from the first movie back here again. Um, and he can't really see to tighten the lug nut. So he doesn't get it quite done. And that point, right, here comes Leatherface. And he just carves the shit out of their car. Yeah. Right? It, like, it just, like, chases them around the car. They leap into the car. And he is, like, literally this, like, like chainsaw through the through the back window right chainsaw through the other windows like he's he's coming at them with the big chainsaw but they even though the uh lug nuts are not totally on uh they they get to driving right so they just like gun it and they they back into leatherface i think right knocks him down and then they just take off right and so they're driving and ryan is freaking out because not all the lug nuts are tight right, enough right on he's the like car, you gotta right? tighten them pull big, over and tighten pull them. over and she's like i'm not gonna pull over you idiot he's like pull over i gotta tell you he's like we're gonna be fine she just wants to keep going, which understandable because there was a t- like a chainsaw wielding maniac who was right. trying to carve up their entire car. Um, at the same time, we then also get to meet. Uh, there's a uh, dude in a in a, another giant pickup who's c- c- coming this way. Who we later find out his name is Benny, right. an African American gentleman yes. who is also part of a survivalist clan of some sort, yes. um, which, which which we find out. Um, but is also coming in the opposite direction. And at some point, it looks like Tex, Tex darts out in the middle of the road. Apparently bloody. Apparently bloody. So maybe sure. he did get shot. <laughs> mm, I think it. I don't know. Like, Listen, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I, it's I, fake, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, they, they, they never mention It never gets mentioned and mentioned again. So it's not actually important. He darts out in the middle of the road. And then they sort of both swerve to avoid each other and both end up in the ditch uh in upside down cars right the cars right are essentially boned. right right so now now we're well and well and truly boned we're sort of out in the middle of uh texas wilderness um in the middle of the night uh, in upside down cars so they're both right so so michelle and ryan is michelle still in the car who, yes. who goes to get help uh hmm doesn't actually matter. She's still in the car at first, but I think that they he helps get her out, right? Yeah. So Benny Benny gets out of his car, and uh, like somebody goes to go like I need I need help, and he goes and helps him pull 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 them both out, <laughs> and then then he uh, is going to start fixing them up and uh, gives them both here take this, and they both dutifully take whatever the stranger just gave them in pill form. Yeah, 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 and then they freak out because it. It starts making them sleepy. Yeah, and it's like, what did you give us? It's like they're painkillers. They I might think, make you sleepy. I think this I is also so irrelevant too. and not really that relevant to the plot, but it's just like another weird detail. I think I took some too because I started getting sleepy during this. Around this too. point? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, look, we're only half an hour into this. <laughs> so, okay. Um, what the heck, man? Well, so, uh, so, so. so she's like, we got to find Tex. He's out there. And we have to save him because they almost him. ran him over. Right. We got to find where he went. I don't know where he is, but we got to find him. So I think they start looking for him. And at the same time, Benny also needs to go like get his car, like turn back around. But he goes back to his car and he sees now uh, it's Fredo, right? No, no, no. This is a, no, no, this no. Is this is the other Tinker. one. This is Tinker. That's right. That's right. This is our guy with our hook for a hand. Uh, um, by the way, I have confirmed. Yes. These are all more brothers. Just like a, a clan a, of brothers. This is a lot of brothers. So we're, we're at now, what are we at? 
four, five, six, seven, eight brothers, eight brothers. Eight or seven. I hope that this is like as the series goes on. That it's like, it's like the every sperm is sacred sketch from Meaning of Life, in which there are forty-eight like a siblings, all of which who are cannibals, and agree that this is the best life. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, I, I know, of course, I know every sperm is sacred. I, I, I don't think that that will be the case. I'm pretty confident because. Their, their dad because how, how could there Although be I guess he could just be in the next one who knows they just threw the mom in randomly like, look, they, look, the dad could just been a hobo drifter just comes by every year or so and just sires more children yeah you never could know. just not be not be important to the plot um, but so uh, right, he meets Tinker and Tinker is there with like a tow truck and has set up a whole bunch of road flares already and he's like uh, yeah he's like I, I, I need help with my He's like, what do you think I'm here for? <laughs> the road flares or whatever. And he goes and he, but uh, uh, Benny notices that there's a chainsaw in the back of the, of the, of the, of the pig, of the, of the tow truck. Oh yeah. And because he, we skipped, cause sorry, we skipped the like five minute sequence of them going, we were attacked by a guy with a chainsaw and him going, he's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yep. uh-huh, you're crazy, essentially. <laughs> but but he also saw that the, the back of the car was, was in fact, totally carved up yes. and like maybe they weren't lying. So he sees the chainsaw on the back of the tow truck and he's a little suspicious. So he's like, hold on, I just got to get something on my truck. And by get something out of his, his truck, he means go to the truck, grab his uh, semi-automatic rifle, and then very, very slowly load a magazine with bullets. <laughs> yeah, like you, because he's already said he's a survivalist at this point. So I was thinking, but, does he like have maybe any, have some preloaded trips of some sort? No, no, no. He has to very clumsily and very slowly load each bullet in the clip one by one. Before he gets totally like but, a run o- run over by but, uh, by t- by Tinker in the tow truck, but it's also this really fake, false tension because ostensibly Tinker is sitting there going, "Yeah, I'm here to help you," right? Right. Um, now again, he's not. He's really part of the psycho family. We oh, all but understand he doesn't, that. But he doesn't believe that because he saw the chainsaw. No, no, I get why. I get why Benny is suspicious, but why does Benny think, oh man, if I don't finish with whatever nonsense I'm going to do in like five seconds, he's going to do something crazy. Now, again, he's right, but like, why is Tinker, why, why is that the case even? Why is Tinker like, you know what? I've waited five seconds. Why am I doing this? Like Tinker doesn't know he's loading a gun. But what happens is, yes, he takes too long loading the gun. And so Tinker's just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to turn on my car headlights and drive my shit straight into his shit. That's that's the where this is going. And so he smashes his truck right into the other truck, uh, into the car, into the, the flipped car. Um, yeah. But but Benny, and now you know, there's a whole series of running through the woods that happens to the hair now, which I barely want to get into it like that. They run into here and they run over here and they run over there. Uh, I think the only right there's there's not too much to go he over runs here. Runs into Leatherface, he gets saved by the girl who was looking in the window. Looking in the window, who has was like a prisoner of Leatherface, but escaped. then but then escaped, and it turns out they like not only did they kill 
her sister, but also her entire family. Yes, they killed her family. And they and, were so, and and and, and she's the, she's and she's a little messed up right now. Sure, but uh, this is a not, really messed up right? part of the, this is probably the most messed up part of the movie because they have like a little heart moment. To heart. They get they smoke a cigarette together, and Benny's like wants her to be safe, right? And it, but, but he leaves. hears Michelle and Ryan screaming. I was so like, like, wait here, I'll be right back. You stay safe. I'm going to go deal with this. And uh, as soon as and he then, leaves, Leatherface kills her. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I think, like a lot of chainsawing. Yeah, like a lot. Like a lot of chainsawing. But so, the other thing to know, I think, is that the, that the forest, like the woods around here, they're just full of traps. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're full of traps and swamps. And so there's a swamp that Fredo dumps uh, body parts into as a really not great way of disposing of bodies, I suppose. Uh, but he just dumps them all into this one bog. And then there's why much are there of, like, so many body parts left over? They are not doing a good job cooking. Well, they just have so many of them, <laughs> right? There's always going to be more people. Like it's like you think it's an unlimited resource. You're, you think it's never going to run out. It's like uh, it's like chopping down the forest. Right, you're just like, no, trees are going to grow back. It's going to be fine. Eventually, people will stop coming down this road. That's why they have to go through these elaborate ruses at the gas station. They're like, all right, we have we have a new cool play that we're going to do, in which you're going to pretend to be a peeping tom, and then I'm going to come and like protect the lady. Well, can I actually peep? Because like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it more realistic if you actually do the peeping. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Look, Fredo, look. You're the only one who went to college and did, and, and when you were a theater major, so let's use what we have, right? Let's use those acting skills. Look, we didn't, we didn't think you were going to come back, but when you did, let's use it. So, so Leatherface kills her, and then he comes after Michelle and Ryan, and Ryan gets caught in a, a bear trap. In a bear trap, yeah. And it's, we presumably Left for Dead is how we think it's going to be. And then, like, Leatherface grabs Michelle and, like, drags her into the house. Is no. No, she runs. She runs she into runs. the house. She and runs. then she gets captured oh, by Tex. I, uh, yeah, there's, there, there's a little moment here that I would, uh, like, well, she's captured by Tex, but not before we meet the little girl. Right? right. She, she runs into the house. And this house is remarkably nicer than the first house, by the way. Oh, yeah. So well, th- it this still house, has bones on the ground. Not in the, not on the first floor. Okay, you're right, you're right. right. You go into that first floor, and it's not entirely clear that it's going to be a cannibal murder house to begin with, right? <laughs> you walk in, and it is, like, it's actually, it's warmly lit. There's, like, a little radio. There's, like, a little dining room area. It's, like, a, it's it's sort of, like, nicely decorated. It's lit. It's, it's it, it doesn't look bad. And then there's a, like, a little girl who appears who is holding a corpse doll. Like holding the skeleton of a little baby right. that is dressed up in a tiny dress. Uh, and uh, she runs up the stairs and Michelle follows her up the stairs and into her room, which is the, her room is littered in fact yes. with, with animal bones everywhere. Yes. Um, uh, speaking of which, actually I do actually have a whole bunch of animal bones like on my porch right now uh, because part of our Halloween haunted maze that we just did uh, one of the rooms uh, that uh, it was a each person had to do with just a different room. And one of the rooms was the bone room because somebody was like, yeah, I have a ranch. I have a whole bunch of like just animal bones lying around. I'll just bring those in. So they are real. They are real. Oh I have a whole bunch like there's a there's a jawbone of some sort that is like out on my porch, like at this very moment. 
uh, because Raiden is going to give it to uh, one of their friends who collects bones. So, yay! Um, in so any you case, can make so a little tribute. Right make, now. make a little tribute to Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Well, saw his family. You can make the tribute to all of them because all of the movies so far have. I, it was more fun. Them. It was funnier to me to oh, say the other thing. Sure. I don't know. What are you going to do? Um, so, and then she runs downstairs. And then straight is this this is where she gets captured by Tex? Yeah, I think so. That sounds sure. right. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh she gets captured by Tex, who uh and now this is supposed to be like the big switcher where you're like, Oh, is he part of the thing? But we also saw Tex like run out into the road miles from where he got shot at the gas station. Guarantee you it's miles from that gas station. Uh, so, like, I think my my brain was like, yeah, okay, of course he's the part of this thing. Yeah, and like you said, they telegraphed it. There was other, there was stuff about the interaction with Fredo at the beginning that was like, he's really familiar with this guy. Well, he's like, is the town crazy or whatever, right? He's like, he definitely knows who he is anyway. <clears throat> so, so he's revealed. Um, then uh, they, they they tie her up in a in a, in a chair. And now it now it's the part of apparently every Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. movie where it's you're in a chair and you have to meet the family and observe the madness. And like this is the third time we're doing this exact same setup. Yeah. Uh, with the only switch up with this one is that now they're more polite. Well, and Grandpa is dead. Grandpa is dead to begin with. It's the same um, Grandpa, but he's still dead. right. But he's well, in the last movie. He was one hundred and thirty seven years old. Well, so I did not expect him to be alive in this this, this well, he movie. He should have been alive at 137. No, it seems unlikely. So I feel this like is only I feel four like... years later, right? I mean, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, he yeah exactly. Alive. 141. That's fine. But no, he's not. not. He died. Inconceivable. Um, and then then there's a mom now. Yeah, there's a mom who is very nice and pleasant. She has a little tracheotomy, apparently, like one of those little voice boxes. Oh, and the little girl is the little girl. I don't think we ever get a name for her. No, she is literally just little girl. Um, is she part of the family? Yeah, she's part of the family as well, I believe. I mean, I, like, is she officially a sister is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. Versus like. Like, I don't know. They just kept her. <laughs> I feel like she is so into whatever all this stuff is that I feel like she is just is part of the family. That's definitely the impression that I got. Also, I feel like be very difficult to get adopted into this family. I feel like they have probably have some real severe trust issues in terms of who they let in. Okay. Uh, Am I wrong? Is that what you're about to tell me? She uh, has a name. Okay. Uh, in, I think maybe named in other media in the novelization. Babby. Babby. Okay. And this says she's, Leatherface's daughter. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe with Stretch. Maybe, maybe I don't at the. Think so. Well, we don't know how it ended up at the end of the last movie, where uh, uh, Stretch, uh, you know, lost her mind and did a little dance at the end, and then was like, "Never mind, I'm going to go down and have sex with Leatherface." <laughs> oh God, it's terrible. Um, no, no, no. All right. No. That's not. That's my head cannon. It seems that she is uh, uh, his uh, his daughter. Although apparently in other media they don't really talk about that fact because I think even people making Texas Chainsaws find it distasteful. So there you are. <laughs> that's too far. 
That is beyond the pale. Why would you even talk about that? Um, it's a little like uh, in uh, Freddy versus Jason where I was like, oh, no, I'm actually not okay with Freddy Krueger being a racist. Like, wow. that's too far. There you go. There you go. Yeah. People got upset. Yeah. Uh, all right. So well, I don't know, man. What happens? When, when, when now, now it's just now we're just sort of like on, on, on a on a runway to like to the final confrontation. They drag Ryan in to. Yep. There's two 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 kind of semi important things that happen here. One is that they drag uh, Ryan in. Uh, actually, no. There's three things I want to talk about. Oh my god. Uh, they, they drag Ryan in, uh, who apparently is sort of, sort of still half semi conscious, and they hang him upside down on meat hooks. And Tinker has installed some sort of like a killing machine, which is a giant sledgehammer that swings down out of the ceiling to hit him in the head. So there's that. <laughs> that's one thing. The second thing is that uh, Leatherface gets gifted a brand new chainsaw that is fancy that it's Tinker ridiculous. has made. A tinker has made from it. It looks like one of the, like uh, one of those shows, OC Choppers, or or yeah. similar, where it's like, here's your super tricked out, chromed out, ultra chainsaw, gold. gold and brass and polished silver, and then engraved on the blade, it says the saw is family, on it, <sighs> uh, which is great. Uh, the other thing, <laughs> four things, four oh, things, clearly, I want to the fact that. Uh, Leatherface has taken Ryan's Walkman and has, is very excited about listening to the Walkman that Ryan had. Uh, but uh, Tinker grabs it from him and throws it into the on right, the, into the, the oven, oven that's on the oven that's on. And uh, Leatherface gets really mad, and Tex makes him like reach into the, the oven and 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 pull it back out again to not disrespect Leatherface. Um, again, this is the very totally busted. So instead, Leatherface goes downstairs to play with his toys in his room, and he's playing with the speaking spell that they clearly got at some point. Uh, which I thought this was a reasonable joke. Maybe they should have. They didn't vary it up, but I like the joke in which they. It's like it was. You're supposed to like type in the thing that you see, and it brings up a picture of a clown. And instead of clown, right. he keeps typing like meat. food, 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 right? Food, food over and over again, which makes me think, specifically because of the clown reference, that at some point a traveling circus came through and they killed and ate the entire circus. That's really like the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two point five that I want to see. Oh, they should, yeah, which, that's a movie. Yeah, yeah, right. But see, no, don't say two point five. Let's say one point five because I don't want this to start Tex. No. <laughs> give me back chop top <laughs> fair, yeah, right fair, fair fair enough all right so, so this is this is this is this is the 1.5 in which the traveling circus is coming coming through texas battle land uh and gets uh gets gets eaten there uh so 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 those are the things but essentially like there's a there's some sort of kerfuffle that uh oh benny that's uh, when benny finds alfredo throwing the the body parts in the slop, right? And he and he and he drowns uh drowns Alfredo in the swamp. Right? Theoretically. Yeah. Well, right? yes, it certainly seems. Exactly. This movie is really good at uh not showing you people die definitively. <laughs> uh, uh and then, then he and he finds the house and he just like lays waste to the house with his with his uh, with his rifle, just like starts blasting away at the house. This is where we found out it wasn't actually entirely clear that Grandpa was dead until Grandpa takes a big old bullet straight to the face, mm. mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and his face uh, explodes in a thing of dust. 
right? <laughs> the bullet hits him in the face and his face powders, uh, which I'm like, okay, I don't think uh, uh, grandpa's alive Because they were still feeding him blood because he still had a big Kool-Aid Blood bib. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just um, like blood pouring. And, that's, and they claim that that is why they do it. The, the reason, like, why are you doing this to me? It's like, oh, because we have to feed grandpa. Right. Well, it's fact. So, so uh, Benny kills the what the mom. Well, the mom, yeah, and the mom gets it, and then like a text gets shot in the arm. I think anyway, but it, it, it die? I don't know. There's an, there's enough of a kerfuffle that uh, Michelle escapes. Uh, M- M- Michelle Michelle, who is doing a good job with very little right here. I think actually she <laughs> she's sitting in her seat. Looking increasingly horrified with her with her uh, like ball gag. It's not a ball, but like she's something shoved in her mouth, and she is increasingly looking frantic as they uh, as they kill Ryan. Uh, uh, she's just kind of losing her mind a little bit. It's not up to Sally Hardesty levels, but I think she does she does a fine job with very very little to do here. I think. Well, good news. She gets away so she can run in the woods again. And so now it's more trudging around the woods time. Uh, so she, so, you know, Leatherface comes out and chases after her and then Tex and Benny have a big old wrestling match, right? They're, they're fighting and punching each other, uh, until eventually like a whole bunch of like, uh, like fuel spills out over Tex. And then there's a giant explosion because they, like, uh, right? he's, he's all covered in gasoline. And then, oh, this is the only reason why we met, uh, that girl in the forest, Right. She gives Benny him, the, lighter, the lighter, right? Yes. They, they share a cigarette and she gives them the lighter. And this, ju- this justifies now why he has a lighter, except right. he's yeah. a survivalist, right. which means that he, there's no, you didn't have to justify him having and, a lighter. And a smoker. Except that maybe this, right, yeah, and a smoker. <laughs> so, and so like he has cigarettes. He doesn't have any a lighter. lighter or matches. I mean, I, a little bit like, a, you know, if this movie were slightly better written, this could have been like, this is for you, girl I found in the woods, right? And then he sets yeah. him on fire. But that's not exactly how that goes. He just sort of blows up and it's an explosion, big gas explosion and blows up real good. Uh, so now it's just, now it's just like, it's, it's, it's. So then Leatherface attacks him. Leatherface attacks him and like, uh, Oh my God, Leatherface attacks him. And like, I think he gets his like head pushed into a chainsaw. And he's, so he's left for dead. What does that mean? Head pushed into a chainsaw. Isn't it something like that? I believe you. Anyway, he, he's definitely a presumed dead at this point, yes, right? No, because for, sure, it, for sure. Because it comes down to ostensibly it's Michelle versus Leatherface. And she's like runs into the forest. And... There's a, there's, is this the swamp battle? How does she kill him? Is it a swamp battle? Because there's a ridiculous thing, and I don't remember how this exactly happens, but there's the chainsaw that is literally floating in the swamp, float like sawing back and forth in the chainsaw as if it's like has a like she's fighting with Leatherface in the swamp and like in the water, and the the chainsaw is is off to the side, just going back and forth like a little water fountain, like throwing up water. It's not sinking. It's just like tilting back and forth, tilting back and forth. Uh, literally like, like a, like a, like an animatronic or something. Yeah. That's a, uh, it's very weird. Extremely preposterous. But she eventually wins just by like, this is the armadillo moment. Here it comes back, right? That she eventually bashes in Leatherface's head 
with the boulder in a mirror of the armadillo moment so that you can be like, look, I finally uh, got around to, I couldn't kill an innocent thing, but I can definitely kill a man who has been trying to carve me up with a chainsaw showing character growth. Is that, is that character growth? Is that how that works? No, it's no, it's not because it's, she probably still doesn't want to kill an innocent armadillo. She may want to kill the person who's been trying to kill her the entire time. But yeah, she does. She bashes his head in with a, with With a thing. And then he sinks into the swamp, sinks bubbling into the swamp. Absolutely. Um, and then the sun rises. And then the sun, (sighs) the sun rises. And then she wanders off like you basically like she she's now kind of has emerged out of the forest and she like sits down on a tire. Uh, I, I, I found this little end sequence endlessly frustrating, um, but sits down on a tire. And then as she sits there out of nowhere, pulls up the last chance gas station truck. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no, it must be Fredo who is back. But no, it's Benny who just got slightly lacerated on his head with the chainsaw and is fine. And then as she's about to get in, uh, oh, no, it's Fredo. Fredo is here, right? It's Fredo who comes back. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes, because Fredo is the one who, again, another one. uh, There's a lot of presumption of dead. But no, he's actually fine um, and attacks them. And again, another one that's like we like literally just saw the back of the truck. You know what I mean? Like there, there. It's right, this is one of the few from? moments that like looks like it's in Texas. So there's nothing for miles around. And yet he somehow sneaks up, unless he was like, "Oh, I was in the truck bed the entire time," but, or whatever. But we right? saw the truck bed. I know it's, it's annoying. And not only that, so the, the, they 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 kill him dead, and then they go to drive off, and then. Similarly frustrating, into the frame, walks a leg with a brace on it, and so Leatherface is alive. Okay. So it was all pointless. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's- I'm excited to see whatever the narration is for the next one. Sure. Me too. Um, no, listen. Okay, here's what I want to talk about. Yes. I, I am accepting this movie's not good. I blame, I mean, whatever. I blame... Uh, New Line, you know, New Line came in and went, Ooh, we'll just buy this. Like, we know how to do horror movies. We'll buy this. We'll just do one. Now, the part that they blew, obviously, is that somebody had to sit down and go. I watched the two Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Now, I understand. Let, let's just start accepting the thing I don't agree with, which is that the second one's no good. I like the second one. But I think obviously the people who made yeah. this and bought it went, no, no, let's go back to the first one. The second one was weird and silly. In okay. retrospect, I like the second one now a lot more. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but looking at the first two movies, what is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie? What If you're going, we need to get to the core of it and just distill it into what works, what is it? And how did they end up with this mess? Because I guess what they end, they they literally just went, what it is, is there's a guy named Leatherface with a chainsaw and he's got a mask and he's got a family that kills people. Like, is there even cannibalism? In this particular movie? Yeah. There's the allusion to grandpa. And they, they feed him some blood out of a cup. Which is like, more of a vampire. But like, again, we see them disposing of bodies. 
well, the non-meat parts of them. Well, it's all meat if you do it right. But (laughs) (laughs) right, they wouldn't have to kill nearly as many people if they used all that meat. Um, (laughs) But like they're again, we can assume that they're eating people, but there's it's certainly not a plot point, a big big plot point. It's definitely like they assume that we all know what the deal is, and so they don't need to show or tell us. So it's just like there's a killer family, one of whom is Leatherface. But like what? It's also why are you calling the movie Leatherface? Because it really isn't his star. Of course. But it's also not really his movie in any particular way. No, not really. Not really. He's just, again, he's. He had more of an arc in the first movie. I mean, in the second one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right? The, the, the second one, second one, if you called it Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, I would mean, be like, sure. They gave him a lot to do. No, and you know, and no, they gave him a girlfriend. A and like, no. And, no, and, and, the, and, and no. he fathered a child. Apparently. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> None of them should have been called that. Like, this one should not have been called that. It just should have been another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what they should have called this movie. Texas Chainsaw 3. No. One more time. No, they shouldn't have put the three. Just it called implies another. too much continuity. Yes. <laughs> another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. That's Yet it. another Texas <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Here's another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, exactly. Did you forget about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I still know what you Texas Chainsaw massacred. <laughs> it's uh, humans. <laughs> exactly. All of this. As it, as it turns out. I mean, like, I know, if what, I, you, I know what you ate last summer. It's man, It's people. So what did they miss? What What did they miss? What What is the thing that the first two movies had that this one I mean, I think blew? the first, it's, it's, I think it actually did lose a lot by going for this R rating, strangely. Right. I think there is a. Both the first two movies. uh, They make you look at things when you don't when you really want to be looking away. Right. Mm -hmm. They, They sort of hold your head and say, no, no, no. Look at this. This is madness and this is insanity. Right. And they don't let you turn away. And this movie turns away at every chance it gets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which this movie i think is is much more about making uh this family and leatherface into cartoon characters in a way yeah i mean i think because you i mean that's the, the thing is you can easily i can understand why you would i mean okay I, this is all just to say it's the difference between being good and being bad because like they're not not cartoon characters in the first two they're just no. good. They just work. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that, it's that, it's that thing of like, you know, uh, um, when the girlfriend you want to break up with does a thing, you hate it. But when the girlfriend you like does the same thing, you're like, this is wonderful. And I love it. Th- th- that's like what's happening here. Okay. <laughs> they're trying I mean, to do the same thing. It's just one time it's good. And one time it's bad. <laughs> Sometimes movies do have just certain kinds of ineffable chemistry that, just works. The actors are good. The director behind the scenes is doing a very specific thing in service of a very specific vision. Uh, and the things work together alchemically to, to function as a movie. And I think this one took the ingredients that they saw and tried to combine them 
but just didn't get there, right? Yeah. It's not like there's structurally or thematically anything terribly wrong with it outside of a lack of originality. Like at least the number two really kind of felt like it was going for something different. Mm -hmm. And maybe that wasn't to everybody's taste, but you could feel somebody swinging for an idea, right? This one doesn't feel like it's swinging for an idea so much as replication. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's, you know what it's like? It's like baking, right? Like, Baking it's is very some, yeah. precise. Yeah. You can't it's, just go some science. Know, flour and like you'd have to know. And they, the, they just the, threw the, the ingredients in the bowl it. and it's it's a terrible, terrible cake. I am going to be really annoyed if every movie follows exactly the same structure though. Yeah. Right? This is now the third one that has essentially the exact same structure. No, again, I I don't I mean, think I mean two number two and two is different. Structure. No, two, two, two is weird, but, but essentially it's, uh, there are crazy cannibals. We are being attacked outside of a house and now we're inside of a house and we get to see the madness from the inside. <laughs> that's a lovely summary. I mean, I mean, that's sure. just what it, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we found, we, we all got murdered outside of the house and one person gets to see the inside. But you know what? Here's the thing. When you say it that way, it sounds bad, but like, I think that you're, I mean, you're right that all movies would get boring if they're all the same every time. But I think that that is a good, that is a really good formula. Like it's just, it's a good formula when it's done well, because one of the things I like to think about, about when I look at uh, horror movies, when I think about horror movies, is what's the scary thing? What's the scary thing that is relatable? Uh, what is right. the scary thing that we can all relate to? And um, I, I think I had, I think I had an incorrect view of what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre scary thing was, um, and I think it's because I saw the remake first. And so I'll, I'll leave what I thought it was for when we get to that. Um, but I think that what you're getting at is maybe what it is, which is you start out in the normal world with your normal friends and your normal life. And then you suddenly learn that there is a like pocket of complete and utter madness. Right. Like there is another world beneath depravity. the surface that is both horrible and inescapable. And it's not as simple as Jason kills people. It's fucking madness. Like these right. people... Though they live by other rules that you don't live by. Right. And right. you cannot reason with them because they have different values than, than you do when it comes to life. Right, right. Like, because Leatherface... Uh, and again, we've talked about in some levels, he's sort of close to Jason in that he is just a, a big, strong guy who kills people. But like, I feel like Leatherface has more reason in him than Jason does. It's just that he was raised in. He was this. raised wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Like he was taught to be Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, whereas Jason like felt his way into being Jason, presumably, and when he he's ran more off of a natural. Own. Yes, yes. Um, he's he's self taught. Uh, so yeah, I think that like I don't I don't know that I like so so when you give that simplified explanation of 
people outside house and then they're inside house and it's crazy. It's like, no, that sounds like a good idea. Like that yes. might be the essential thing that needs to be in every one of these movies. Which which maybe is true, <laughs> but you do still got to do it well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? It can't it. just be, well, now we're inside the house and it's fine. Like this, no, this family was, like we said, this family was too... Yeah, they made him but stick here's his the hand thing, in but, a fire. But like, but nice and polite, respectful family that is still a bunch of cannibals. That's still tension that you can mine. They didn't. I it. felt like they just didn't do no. that. They just didn't make them scary. It didn't, they just they, were they like weren't frightening. No, they were not frightening. They, at ass, all. they assumed that them being cannibals, they're not even cannibals. Again, I don't know exactly. that they're cannibals in this movie. Right. But I could see a thing where it would work, where they're being nice and respectful, but they're kind of going about their business. And like if they were having all those conversations at the same time that they were literally piecing apart Ryan. So they're having their conversation about, I wish you would call me Tex, but he's chopping off a leg. And then he puts the leg on the table and he butchers it and he pulls out a bone. Right. Right. While they're having that conversation and they're doing those things, then you would get the contrast between their external behavior and their and their actions and then that may be something that you could work with but it felt like all they did was well this guy's hanging up over here in a meat hook in the meantime we're just going to be having like our polite conversation with each other right i mean the script isn't good could be better I mean, we, we've pointed out a lot of problems with it all the way through, not just the family, that even as simple as the normal world of the couple before anything gets weird was not well. Right. We, do, we don't get any normal world necessarily. Like right. we're kind of in spooky Texas from the very beginning. Well, I, I, I meant in the fact that like like we talked about, that we don't even know what the relationship is really. Like it's no. not it's not like like say what you want about the kids in the first movie. Like you get them like for the most part, they're just kids. Like, don't worry about it. But right. their relationships seem normal and you understand them because they're so relatable. This is, it's a similar thing to my problem with part three of uh, Friday the 13th, where I'm like, wait, why are they all these people in the right. same band? That's true. That's yeah. True. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's a similar problem. This one doesn't yeah. even have the excuse of being 3D. No. Which is a shame because it is, in fact, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Yeah. We'll get they to missed 3D an opportunity later. there. They get no, I'm not going to watch any of them in 3D, so this is going to be pointless. Um, all right, so so all right, so we have number four coming up, which is I think it, it's the last one before it gets rebooted. Is that correct? That is correct. Do you know what it's called? I do. I think it's Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> that, that was it. That's it directly. It is. Yeah. They made a TV show. They changed the name a little bit. Changed the concept a little bit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, obviously. But yes, yes. And do you know who's in it? Uh, no, I do not okay. know who's in it. It very famously has a couple of famous people in it. But okay. we'll find out next time. Okay, all right. I'll find out next week then. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I cannot wait. Um, uh, this is another th- one I haven't seen. Uh, here's, wait, what? Okay. We'll talk about it next time. This is already confusing. All right. No, no, no. What? 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 I was like, I wonder how long this one is. And I so I looked Four up hours. the running time on Wikipedia. Well, here's the, what's confusing. It has three different running times, two of which are listed as theatrical cuts for two different years. Oh, that's that is confusing. The first one is 102 minutes for the South by Southwest cut. 
the 94 minutes for the 95, the 1995 theatrical cut, and then 87 minutes. When did this wait, movie come out? Wait, and then 87 minutes for the 1997 theatrical cut. That's why I'm wondering when the hell did this movie come out? Is this... Okay, great. <laughs> if what the heck happened? We'll find out next time. I, we can't talk about it. The Wikipedia oh for, this, for four is much longer than the Wikipedia for, for three. Okay, well, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, all right, well... Uh, in, in that in that case, why don't we wrap this up right here so we can just get straight on to the next movie, huh? Sounds I cannot great. wait. It's going to um, be fun. Wait, yeah. no. Do we want to make any predictions or we'll just do it next time? Uh, I think, all right. So I think it's going to be the continuing adventures of, of, the, of the cannibalistic family as they go into space and explore <laughs> brave new worlds. Uh, right. and, so you're lying. Uh, meet other cultures. And no, yeah, I'm lying. That's not a real prediction. Mm, all right. Well, then we'll just watch it next week. But that 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 sounds fine. Uh, but until then, uh, Jordan, mm? I would very much like you mm? to go to hell. Mm.